Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Appreciate the Lord. Amen. Appreciate how great he is. Amen. Appreciate uh, Sister Amy's word last Sunday. Amen. Appreciate Sister Chelsea this morning. I tell her all the time, if you feel this need to go on, just keep on going. We'll get behind you and amen, amen. But this morning, um, this month, we're in a lesson about you must be born again. Brother Boyd talked about dead or alive. Brother Rayleigh last Sunday talked about the call to repentance. And this morning, I have the privilege to talk to you about born of water. Um, and also, if you'll join me in John chapter 3, verse 3 through 5. We'll begin and like to uh, thank everybody for being here this morning and those that joined us online. Uh, just appreciate your presence. Appreciate each and every one of y'all that pray for us for what we're trying to do in chief and appreciate the church and the church people's supporting us there. Amen. Most of all, we appreciate Jesus, Brother Brian. He's just a great and greatly to be praised. John 3 and 3 through 5 reads like this. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter at the second time in his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water, and of the Spirit, he cannot enter in the kingdom of God. You can be seated. Amen? Church, say amen. Aren't you thankful for being born of the water and of the Spirit? Amen? I um, often think about, and I didn't give this to honey, uh, Brother Danny, but uh, 1 Corinthians 1, 26 and 29, this is where I live my life most of the time. Paul was right and said, For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty uh, noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound them things which are mighty, and base things of the world of things which are despised. Hath God chosen, yea, things which are not to bring to naught things that are that no flesh should glory in his presence. And I often think about that, Brother Jerry, that I just think about how great God's been to me. Brother Kenny, I appreciate God opening up this wonderful truth to me. Can I tell you, every man don't have this knowledge. Every man don't have this truth, Brother Donnie, amen. Can I tell you, when I listen to preaching on the on the radio, Brother Daryl, or sometimes Brother BJ hear it on the, on the TV, and they talk around Acts 2.38, but they don't preach Acts 2.38. They talk around Jesus' name, Brother Chris, but they don't preach Jesus' name. Can I tell you, Sister Chelsea, I'm so thankful to know the Jesus' name baptism, amen. I'm so thankful from a very young age, Sister Cricket, that when we went to Brother Slaughter's church, that it, something got a hold of me, and I just appreciate that. 
because can I tell you, there is power, power, wonder-working power, Brother Wayne, in the name of Jesus, amen. Aren't you thankful, Brother Richard, for the name of Jesus, amen. I'm so thankful for that. I thought about how when me and Sister Melinda was going to church in Chiefland, um, Brother Slaughter had up on, on his wall on the left side, I remember as a young boy, he had Matthew 28, 18, and 20. And, he, and, and it said, actually he had Matthew 28, 19. He said, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. And then Brother Hal on the other side of the wall, he had Acts 2.38. And over that he put commandment obeyed. Commandment given, commandment obeyed. And it said, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And he went on to say, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Brother Jack, can I tell you, I'm so thankful that I didn't get hung up at Matthew 28, 19. And God showed me the truth in Acts 2, 38. Brother Mike, I'm so thankful because, you know, it wasn't man's wisdom that gave that to me. It wasn't something that my mom and dad gave it. It was something that Jesus revealed inside of me, Sister Bev, that God showed me who he was. Amen. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful because I appreciate going to a church, Sister Susan, that they still believe that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Sister Betty, I'm so thankful that they still preach Jesus of Genesis. They still preach the Jesus of Matthew and the Jesus of Revelation. Can I tell you, I'm so thankful. Sister Shirt, I'm so thankful to know who Jesus really is. I'm so, you know, I've often, the other, some time ago, we had a gentleman um, where I worked at come out front, and he's a minister of a local church, and and I said, if you can just explain to me how you get past Acts 4 and 12, me and you can have conversation, Brother Don. I couldn't. He just looked at me, and we, we discussed that scripture for just a little bit, Sister Amy. But my point is, that I don't know how, and we're going to get to that in just a few minutes. I don't know how you can read Acts 4 and 12, and it just don't set you on fire, Sister Boyd. I just, because we're here, so I'll just go ahead and say it. Paul said, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Brother Allen, can I tell you, that clears all the fog up right there. He said there is neither salvation in any other. Brother Everett, that's pretty plain and simple for a boy that come across from the bridge from Chiefland. Amen. Aren't you thankful for that? I'm so thankful for that. I'm thankful for the revelation. I'm thankful I didn't have to go to school somewhere, Brother Polk, to learn that. Can I tell you somebody where I come from that can read this? I mean, whereby we must be saved. We must. Brother Junior, that's not an option. We're not going to think about it. When my daddy used to tell me when I was a young boy, Brother Jack, he said, he didn't say must. He said, you will mow this yard. Amen. And, and Brother Jack, if I didn't have the yard mowed when he got home, I knew what I must be going to be getting. <laughs> Amen. I knew Dad was going to light my britches up. Amen. Because he, he told me to do something, Sister Boy, and I didn't do that. I'm convinced when they read Acts 4 and 12 and they don't obey what the Lord wrote here, Brother Ben, somebody's going to be held accountable for that because when he said, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name. None other name under heaven. I don't know about you folks, but that narrows that down for me pretty tight, Brother Justin. 
Aren't you thankful for that? Aren't you thankful for the know that revelation? Aren't you thankful, Brother BJ, that somebody didn't hold your head down underneath the water until you was convinced that they was right? You was just convinced because God talked to your heart about that. You know, it's one thing, um, Sister Townsend, for somebody to make you love them, but it's another thing to love somebody because you love them. When I think about Sister Kathy, the great things that God done for me and my family, oh, I, I tell honey this all the time, Brother Kevin, that I pray that I can stay faithful to God to the end. Because, Brother Wayne, I can stand here flat-footed and look at you eyeball to eyeball to tell you that God's been too good to me. He's never done me no wrong. He's far exceeded my expectations, Sister Peggy. And every time I serve God, every time that I do a little something for God, Sister Amy, God brings it back, pressed down, shaking and running over. Amen. I just got a detour here real quickly for just a quick minute. The other day we was coming out of Bronson and we picked up a gentleman, <laughs> me and honey, and he, we put him in the back and he was backpacking. He, he was a big size guy, Pastor. And he took a backpack, and he just took all he, I was hoping, man, you get that in that truck, because I don't want to help you get it in the back of that bed of that truck. I really don't want to. But anyway, he struggled with it and got it back there, Bud Jack, and he got in the back of the truck, and we brought him. I said, man, where are you headed? I said, we're going to Chiefland. He said, well, just drop me off up there. So we got to Chiefland, and, and uh, we was getting ready to drop him off, Brother Ben. I said, oh, by the way, man, I said, where are you headed? He said, man, I've come from Polk County, and I'm headed to Montana. I said, say that again. He said, I'm headed. Sister Mary, he said, I'm headed to Montana. He didn't say I was going to Tallahassee. He didn't say I was going to Cross City or to Perry. I don't know about y'all. I ain't never been to Montana, but when I look on the map, Brother Richard, it looks like it's a long ways to get to Montana. I said, man, how do you propose you're going to get there? Sister Joan, this is what he told me. He said, he said, my daddy told me to rely on the kindness of the human race. Now, Brother Kevin, you got a lot of faith. I thought I had a lot of faith. This man, Brother Polk, had a lot of faith because he had enough faith to believe when he left Polk County, somehow he was going to make it. I said all that to tell you what Sister Chelsea said a while ago. When we think about the greatness, what God's done for us, Brother Brian, and the devil intimidates us about keeping our mouth shut, not witnessing somebody, if I had just a little faith that this man said, I'm going to leave my house with a backpack, hoofing it. All the way to Montana, Brother Orlando, I can't wrap my mind around that. So can I tell you, Brother Ben, if we just had just a little bit of that, when God sends us by somebody or sends somebody in our way, Sister Terry, we'd stand up and be bold as a lion, and we would tell them what thus saith the Lord has to say. Because can I tell you, what we preaching, Brother Howe, is the truth. It's the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Can I tell you? Can I tell you, when we're talking about being born of the water, so Jessica, it's more than just the water, it's the water and the spirit, but I'm not going to get on Brother Chris, amen? That's him next Sunday. But my point is, is this, so say, aren't you thankful for knowing the truth? Aren't you thankful, Brother Allen, for being baptized in Jesus' name? A name, let me see if I just wrote this down, if I can read it. Let me just tell you, in Philippians 2, 9 and 11, it says, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, given him a name which is above every name. Get my, hang on, I'll get with you in just a second. That at the name, think about this now, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth, 
and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Think about that, Brother Brian. We already, God has already revealed that truth to us. Aren't you thankful for that? Aren't you thankful that he showed you this wonderful truth, amen, that you're not lost and undone? Amen, aren't you thankful that he's told you that every promise in the book from Genesis to Revelation is mine and yours? So just it's hard to wrap my mind around. I thought about in Luke 24, 46 and 47, and Jesus said, and said unto them, thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. He said, and that repentance and remission of sins. Brother Kenny, that's pretty plain. Aren't you thankful that the scales... Sister Michelle has been removed from mine and your eyes. Amen. And we get to see that it said that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. Amen. Romans 6 and 3 through 5 said, Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore we are buried with him. Think about this by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of God the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. Aren't you thankful? Can I just stop there for just a minute, Sister Betty? Aren't you thankful for the newness of life? Aren't you thankful for the Bible said that, that we are a new creature in Christ Jesus? Behold, all things be Come on. Something passed away, but he didn't leave it at that. Brother Donnie, he said, behold, all things become new. Amen. Aren't you thankful? I'm so thankful to be in that new creature, Brother BJ, in Christ. Amen. Aren't you thankful the old Brother BJ ain't the guy that you woke up with this morning? Aren't you thankful for the new creature in Christ Jesus? Aren't you thankful, Brother Jerry, that he can take something old and make it new? Because the power of being born again, born of water and of spirit. Amen. It said in verse 5, said, for if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. First Timothy 5 and 24 said, Some men's sins are open beforehand, going before the judgment, and some men they follow after. Brother Kevin, can I tell you, the only thing that I want to follow after me, the Bible said, is my good works. The Bible said, I think it's in the book of Revelation, said they do rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. Can I tell you, that's what I want, Father, me. I mean, I want to get everything that ain't right, Sister Don, in my life underneath the blood. Amen. I want to get it. The devil can't see it. The devil don't know where it's at. Amen. If the devil reminds you of your past, Brother Wayne, just remind him of his future. Amen. Just read the back of the book. Can I tell you, Brother BJ, we're the winners. Amen. It's declared where the devil's going to spend eternity. Why? Because Jesus paid the ultimate price for me. He made a way where there was no way, but he is the way maker. Amen. Why? Because we've been born of water and of the spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. I thought about some few Wednesday nights ago, Brother BJ was coming into church and he was all smiles and happy. And I said, man, what you so happy about? He said, did you hear? I said, no, 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 I didn't hear. He said, I'm getting baptized tonight. Now, you know, I've been serving the Lord by the grace of God, Brother Farrell, for well over 20 years. And, and I don't even know why this come out of my mouth, Brother Darrell, but I said, on a Wednesday night? We don't baptize on Wednesday night. We do that on Sunday morning. Brother, Brother BJ said, why not? Why not? That's what I said, Pastor. Why not? Think about that, church. He was so excited. 
Well, he couldn't wait. You could just see it all over him. He was just beside himself. I'm telling you, church, we should never lose that. Because can I tell you, all men, all men don't know, have this knowledge. Everybody that you run across don't know who Jesus named baptism. They don't understand that he was God manifested in the flesh. Amen. If we know this wonderful truth, we need to be like Brother BJ, whether it's a Wednesday night or a Tuesday night or a Friday night. We ought to be excited that we've been baptized in Jesus' name. Because can I tell you, if you'll pray in the name of Jesus, things will happen. Pray in the name of Allah and see what happens. Or pray in the name of Buddha and see what happens. Or pray in the name of Wayne Williams and see what that'll get you. That was a good place for honey to say amen, but I'll just move on from there, amen. But can I tell you, we're just, we're just very blessed people. Okay, we're blessed people, church. Don't let the devil tell you that you're not a blessed people because you're a blessed people. I hate to just, if I'm just going to say it again, said Shannon, all men have not this knowledge. If you don't do anything else when you close your eyes tonight, you ought to thank Jesus for this wonderful truth. Oh, I don't know about y'all, but when I, when I hear it, not because I got the microphone tonight, since just, I mean this morning, but man, when I hear about Jesus' name, baptism, I just get excited. Because I'm here to tell you, I work with people that don't have a clue what, what's going on. I've got friends that don't have a clue. Amen. Can I tell you, it's a revelation. Aren't you thankful for that revelation? Amen. I thought about how, and real quickly, I'm moving on. In Acts 2 and 38, we know that they baptized, the Bible said, in the name of Jesus Christ. Philip and that great revival in Samaritan in Acts 8 and 16, baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Peter at Cornelius' house in Acts 10 and 47 and 48, baptized in the name of the Lord. Paul to the certain disciples, baptized only into John's baptism in Acts 19 and 5. He baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul gave his testimony to the mob that drug him out of the temple and went about to kill him in Acts 22 and 16, he baptized in the name of the Lord. Church, say amen. amen. Now, if I, can, if I can just ease here just a little bit, you, don't, you won't find nowhere in Matthew 28 and 19 that they baptized in the book. Come on, church. Sister Betty, we got four or five examples right here in the book of Acts. Can I tell you, don't let the devil intimidate you, Brother Brian. You got something to stand on. You got the word of God to stand on. Aren't you thankful for that? I remember, and I know I told you this story, so I'll hurry along. Brother Jerry and Brother Kevin, way back yonder when Brother Kevin, oh, well, he didn't really work at Winn-Dixie, but when he showed up at Winn-Dixie, um, they had a swimming pool. I, I, I was lost and, and didn't know, I, I mean, I knew I was lost, but. I didn't go to church, but anyway, Brother Kevin had a swimming pool, and he uh, gave it to us, and him, Brother Jerry, uh, come I think Brother Jerry was with him, come over and helped us put that thing up, and y'all know some years later, by the grace of God, says Jessica, God saved us because our children was going to church, and that made us, you know, start wanting to go to church, and I so appreciate God using our children. I know it's supposed to work the other way around, Brother Jack, but, you know, Wayne and Sharon, we're kind of backwards anyway, but... 
But I'm just so thankful that somebody picked my kids up, Pastor, and took them to church, amen. But I'm really thankful, Brother Polk, that God spoke to me that one Sunday morning and told me I was a horrible person for letting somebody take my kids to church and I didn't take my own kids to church. But I'm so thankful that I wasn't disobedient concerning that heavenly vision, Sister Sherry. But my point in saying all that is that that swimming pool they gave us when we was lost, that God knew down the road we was going, that they was going to start a church in Chiefland and we was going to be able to use that swimming pool brother kevin for for a baptistry amen because the church didn't have one but but my point in saying all this sister mary i remember many time in january and february we had people like brother bj that said i just got to be baptized we said man don't you know it's cold they said yeah but but i just got to be baptized can I tell you, Brother Allen, I'm so thankful that God made a way that when, I, when we got the pool, we didn't need it for a baptistry, but we've got one now. You understand what I'm saying? God made a way. So, so even in the cold of winter, I remember me and Brother Huggins always look at each other and Sister Mary, we'd say, well, which one's going to baptize? We just depend on which one was the coldest, amen? But I, <laughs> but I remember Brother Junior climbing in that pool because we was poor people, we didn't have a heater for the pool. So uh, so we just needed Jesus to turn the heat up, amen. <laughs> Honey, I tell you now, Sister Peggy, it was cold, ma'am. And, but I can, I, I'll just tell you the truth, Brother Rich. I remember climbing on the other side of that pool, and it just felt like warmth. The water was just so nice. And I remember we was baptizing in the river down at the landing. And you'd walk out there, Sister Amy, it'd be December. It'd be January. It may be December. It'd be cold. You walk in that water, God just make it warm. Can I tell you, God, if there's a will, God will make a way. Can I tell you, if, if you want to be baptized, we're going to get to this if I'll hurry, but somebody said one time, he said, here is water, what do hinder me from being baptized? If you got that attitude, can I tell you, whatever it is serving God, if you got that attitude, God, whatever it is, I want some of it, amen? Because, see, it didn't matter how cold it was when they got up from that altar, Brother Chris. They just needed Jesus' name, baptism. They needed some Holy Ghost. They needed something changed in their life. Can I tell you, you don't get that from Matthew 28 19, but you'll get that in Acts 2, 38. You'll get that, can I tell you, in Acts 10, 4, and 47, and 48. Can I tell you, there's something about being baptized, Sister Wendy, in the name of Jesus. Aren't you thankful? Church, I, I just tell you, I'm thankful. So I'm hurrying on to a man called Philip. What a great man this Philip was. And we know in Acts chapter 6, they was upset that some of the widows wouldn't be waited on. They told the disciples, that we need to do something about this. We need some weight. And they said, look, we need to give ourselves to reading of the Bible, and we need to give ourselves to prayer. We ain't got time to wait on tables. But they said, here's what we want you to do. We need you to pick out seven men full of honest report and full of the Holy Ghost. That's quite a requirement, Brother Wayne, just to wait on widows' tables. Amen. But think about this. The two it said about Stephen said he was full of faith and the Holy Ghost. But Brother Kenny, I'm just if you don't mind those other six, I'm gonna give them full of the faith and Holy Ghost too, if you don't mind. But think about this. Stephen and Philip wasn't part of the apostles or the disciples, but Jesus used them in the book of Acts. So, Sister Bev, don't let the devil tell you that you need more qualification or you need more schooling or you need to come. You need to come from a certain class of people. That's a lie from the lake of fire. 
Can I tell you, if you, Pastor said, if you'll make yourself available, Brother Rich, God will use you. Amen. You just got to make yourself available. Amen. I'm convinced that Stephen and these other six men, counting Philip, made themselves available, Brother Pope. Amen. So we know the story about Philip and how he went down in Samaria. We're going to pick the story up in Acts chapter 8, 5 through 8 and verse 12. But if I can remind you that if you'll read the first verse of chapter 8, it talks about how Paul or Saul at that time was making havoc of the church. Brother Chris, and, and that, you know, usually what happens when persecution comes, it makes the church spread. I heard Brother Mike Williams say one time, he said he had to drive the brook so Elijah would move on because if he'd have kept feeding him and warding him, he'd have stayed at the brook. He'd have just built him a house right there. Brother Kenny, sometime, I don't know about in your life, but in my life, God's had to shake my cage some, amen? And Brother Jack, make me get up and move so God can work through me, amen? And in Acts 8, 5 through 8, it says, And then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Now listen to this. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits crying with loud voice came out of many that was possessed with them, and many taken with palsy, and that were lame were healed. It don't leave it there, Brother Junior. Verse 8 said, and there was great joy in that city. Can I tell you, when I seen Brother BJ that Wednesday night, I could tell there was great joy, Brother Wayne, in his life. Amen. Because he couldn't help but to get in them doors. He, I'm sure he couldn't wait until that service was over. And he wanted to get and get that name applied to his life. Because can I tell you, it's a life-changing experience. Amen. It's more than just getting wet, Brother Hal. It's a life-changing experience. Amen. And obviously, these folks in Samaria had a life-changing experience. Because if you read in verse 12, it says, But when they believed Philip's preaching, the things concerning the kingdom of God, and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized both men and women. Church, say amen. So when it got to headquarters that there was a great revival going on by a man named Philip, they thought they better send the big bosses down there to check what was going on, Brother Brian. So Peter and John show up. In verse 15 and 17, it says, Who, when they were come down, talking about Peter and John, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost, for as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And verse 17 said, Then laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. Sister Lana, I'm so thankful. It's, it's, it's the Spirit, amen, that makes a difference. In my, the Bible said that he gave us the Holy Ghost to lead us and guide us into all truth. Amen. I'm so thankful that Jesus named baptism and being full of the Holy Ghost. Aren't you thankful for those? Amen. He said that when they said they were all they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus and then they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. I remember some time ago, years and years ago actually, a friend of ours, his uh, mom and dad, Brother Richard, did missions work down in, I don't know, uh, anyway, Costa Rica or somewhere down there. They went down. I remember Brother Donnie talking to our pastor at the time and, and I said, man, I really like to go on this mission trip. He said, man, I, I just really like to go down. And, and the gentleman had invited us to go, Sister Betty. 
And, and, and Pastor told me, he told me something that I'll never forget. He said, well, he said, Brother Wayne, how do they believe and how do they baptize? He said, well, I said, well, you know, they baptize under Matthew 28, 19. He said, well, here's my question to you. He said, when they baptize over there and you say you agree with that, you'll be agreeing with Matthew 28, 19. And you believe in Acts 2.38 baptism in Jesus' name. Can I tell you, sister, baby, I'm so thankful that I had a man of God that would stand up and look me eyeball to eyeball and say, Wayne, you might need to rethink about what you're going to do. Because can I tell you, Sister Mary, I don't want anything to take the place of Jesus. Can I tell you, I don't want to agree with anything that's not right. Sister Cricket, because can I tell you, my salvation means more to me than anything. Can I tell you, knowing this wonderful truth means more to me than anything. I ain't trading it for nothing. And, and I didn't want to be a part of something, Brother Ben, that I would be given my agreement to by being there. And Brother Kenny, God had revealed to me the truth. Now, I understand that some folks don't, don't want their shepherd to step in their life, but can I tell you, Brother Junior, I'm thankful when God moves on my shepherd to step in my life and say, Wayne, you don't need to partake in that. And can I go a step further, Brother Brian? I'm thankful for the Spirit of God when I'm reading His Word to show me things in the Word that makes me straighten my life up. I'm so thankful for a God that still cares about me enough to say, Wayne, you got to get sin. You need to get that sin back underneath the blood. Amen. Aren't you thankful for the forgiveness of sins? Amen. And I'm moving on. I'm hurrying on. And, and we're talking about we're talking about being born of the water. Amen. And with Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch, we all know the story in Acts 8, 26 and 31. Now, this is the same Philip that the Bible said in Samaria. He was in a great revival. Brother Wayne, that there was great joy in the city. Peter and John had showed up and people was receiving the Holy Ghost, Brother Kevin. I just wonder if Evangelist Wayne Williams would have listened to the heat of the word when the angel told him it's time, Brother Rich, to pack up and move on. Brother Wayne might have said, that was bad peace. I think I might better stay here a little while, Sister Boyd, and enjoy this revival. But Sister Chelsea, aren't you thankful, and Brother Rayleigh said this last Sunday, aren't you thankful for a God that cares about that one sheep? See, it may not mean a whole lot to the 99, Sister Sherry, but to that one sheep, it means a whole lot. Amen. Can I tell you, I was that one sheep one time, Sister Kathy, and I'm thankful. That God spoke to me that Sunday morning, and I'm thankful for a wife that didn't kick back anything. But Alan, she never, one thing she never to me said, what do I have to give up? What am I going to have to lay down? What am I going to have to pick up? Brother BJ, all she said was, if you're going to church, I'm going to church. Can I tell you, Brother Ben, I appreciate that. Because can I tell you, if there's contention on the home front, it makes serving God difficult. Makes it hard, Sister Wendy, but, but I'm so thankful. So, so my point saying is Philip very easily. Sister Amy could have just said, man, this can't be God telling me to lead this great revival. People are being healed, being delivered. There's great joy. I'm thankful. Thankful, Brother Orlando, that God knows where me and you are at. So in verse 26, it says, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem to Gaza, which is a desert. We all know that nothing grows in the desert. Sister Michelle, can I tell you, if God's hands on it, he'll make it grow. Aren't you thankful for that? 
And in verse 27 said, And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace the queen of Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasures, and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. The spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to the chariot. And the Bible said, and he was reading out of Isaiah chapter 53, verse 6 and 7. It says, and all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And, it, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Brother well, Howie went through all that he went through. So you and I can be sitting in this house today. So you and I could have a way of escape from this world called sin. Verse 7 said he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, as a sheep before the shears is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. And the Bible said in verse 30, said, And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read in the prophet Isaiah 53, 6 through 7. And verse 31 said, And he said how he, and I'm sorry, and Philip said, Understandest thou what thou readest? The Ethiopian said, how can I accept some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. And can I real quickly tell you this in Romans 10 and 14 and 15? It says, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Can I tell you, this was one man, Sister Cricket, was glad that there was a preacher in the house. Amen. There's one man that was glad when the Spirit spoke to him and he ran to that chariot. Can I tell you, this was one man that said, here's what I'll do. You just come on up here with me and tell me, does this man speak of himself or another? I don't know about y'all, but I'm thankful for the men of God that God's placed in my life. Verse 15 said, And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Sister Boyd, I'm so thankful for the men of God that God's placed in my life. Those beautiful feet that brought the word that changed my life, changed my wife's life, Sister Betty, and changed my children's life. And Brother Danny, can I just remind us all that God's still in the life-changing business. Amen. I'm so thankful. Whether you're six years old or you're 66 years old, can I tell you, Sister Terry, God's still in the life-changing business. Amen? So I'm hurrying to a close. Acts 8, 35 and 38. It says, Then Philip opened his mouth and began at this same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. Brother Kevin, aren't you thankful from Genesis to Revelation you can preach Jesus? I'm so thankful. He said from this very same scripture in Isaiah 53, 6 and 7. Brother Richie said, I can preach Jesus right there. It don't matter what stage of life you're in. Jesus can meet you right there. Aren't you thankful for that, Sister Jessica? I'm so thankful that I didn't have to get cleaned up before God saved me. Because if I had, I'd still be putting that thing off because my flesh, Sister Jane, it didn't want to come under subjection. But I'm so thankful. I've always said, you, you, you just let God do the cleaning. Amen. That's what God does, amen, because I can't clean up anybody, amen. And in verse 36, and it says, As they went on their way, they came unto a certain water, and the eunuch said, Here is water. What doeth hinder me to be baptized? 
In verse 37, and Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And verse 38 said, And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized them. You can stand. I'm so thankful to have been born of the water and of the Spirit. So thankful for Jesus' name, baptism. I'm thankful that I was like that eunuch, Brother Kenny. When God moved on my heart, I said, here is water. What doeth hinder me from being baptized? Because if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, church, I would encourage you to know Jesus. Today's the day of salvation, and now is the accepted time. If you feel God's moving on your heart, don't put it off another moment. Because the Bible said our life's like a vapor. It's just here for a little while, and it's gone. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.